1: Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. My name is Cody Leach, and of course, Christian Garcia is here also. What up? And uh, live, well, I can't even say via Skype anymore, via video chat program. Switching that just, it up. Switching it up. Uh, return guest Satine Phoenix, thank you so much for coming back. Thanks for having me. So, uh, since last we spoke, oh, um, you know, we've, we've started doing more and more video chats, so I feel like You gave us a cool tip starting this new program, Zoom. 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 Zoom.
2: Man, I got it wrong already. That's right. Uh, (laughs) They're getting plugged for free, so it's Yeah,
1: free plugs for Zoom. Uh, But yeah, I think it sounds good. So hopefully all of our listeners are enjoying the high-quality audio fidelity. I like it.
2: Yeah, it works so far. We'll see.
1: sounds Sounds good so far. So if this comes out bad or if I start sounding staticky, it's, 17's fault. it's not my fault no no, 17's no. Fault. <laughs> no no no
2: no no
0: play me I'm, i'll take it there no way <laughs> i kind uh, of bullied you into it so. yes
1: it's true but, but i was surprised we got on the line with james from sales he he helped us download the shout app. out to james <laughs> shout out to james <laughs> from a... sales uh but yeah so uh so far so good well let's start to show off like we always do with a little nerdy confessions uh something that we confess that makes us nerds or brings us together as nerds uh I'll go first because I have, I have a pretty good one. And we'll talk more about this next week. But uh, my nerdy confession is I went and saw the new Hellboy movie. And it was terrible. I actually fell asleep wow. briefly in the movie. And I've never done that. I never, unless I'm at home, I mean, or <laughs> something. But, like, not in a movie theater. I've never fallen asleep. And I took a little snooze during part of it. It was real, real bad. And it's a wow. little disappointing. I don't know. I don't know why they would make a movie That was just fine the way it was. Ron Perlman was cool. Guillermo del Toro's awesome. But uh, they decided to take both of those things out and make a subpar piece of crap.
2: I wonder if they switched Guillermo del Toro. Because I remember, I don't know, I think it was two Comic Cons ago, or no, maybe even three, where he was pushing for another... And it was at Hall H. Yeah. And he even had, like, some producers come out, and they were like, yeah, we'll see. We'll see, Guillermo. <laughs> so I wonder if that was, like, part of it, that they did it just to, like. So
1: so what I've heard is that, uh, you know, he was pushing for it, and then finally he was like, you know what, guys? It's not happening. Hellboy 3 is not happening. I've got to give up and move on to other projects. And then, like, three months later, they announced the reboot was happening. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe they didn't like him for some reason. Maybe he's hard to work with, but, uh it, um, it hopefully this shows what a value he is to them. so yeah know.
0: man, so he's a creative and you have to respect his creativity.
1: Yeah, and I, I will say too, like um, his creature design in any of his movies, uh, I think Pan's Labyrinth was the first movie I ever oh, saw yeah. of his. And I mean, yeah, everything looks so creepy, it looks so good, and he does a lot of practical effect, which is really cool. Um, and, um, I will say there was a couple cool creature designs in this one, but the CG looked terrible. It looked worse than the first movie, which is weird considering it came out. what? I like f- the CG in the first
2: one and the practical effects in the first Yeah, one. I know,
1: but it was like 15 years ago or whatever <laughs> it was. That's true. It, it should look better, but it didn't. So yeah, that was disappointing. That's my confession this week. How about you, Christian? So,
2: uh, first I'll start off because, a uh, sh- uh, shout out to Amy uh, Cotto at TV Fanatic Girl because she gave us a shout out on the show, so... Thank you. Thank you. Um, so so the confession. Um, I got this Orc card game. I'll show it to team because no one else is going to yeah, see it. Yeah, but... show and tell on a podcast. I love it. Yeah, I know, right? Ooh, <laughs> cool. And it's for kids eight and up. Who and could I... swallow this and <laughs> die? <laughs> and I'm
1: ashamed <laughs> to say that I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> I'm really ashamed that I couldn't figure it out. Um, so I will say these are, are cool travel size cards. They're like they're literally the piece of, you know, like a, like a uh, pack of Juicy Fruit or Big Red gum. Yeah, exactly. And so like, that's pretty cool.
2: And, you know, because sometimes it's really hard to get a game of d d going. So I figured, oh, this is a nice little substitute pretty quick. You know, get a quick game going. Yeah, there's just no such thing <laughs> as a quick game of D&D. <laughs> and I could, exactly. There's no such thing as a quick game of D&D. And I could not figure it out. So uh, any of the listeners, feel free to make fun of me. What's it called again? It's just called Orc um, Wars Ugly by uh, Chris Handy. So shout out to Chris Handy.
1: <laughs> shout out for making an impossible-to-learn game. I,
2: no, it's totally me, for yeah. sure. I know that. I know it's me. We'll, so. have to,
1: we'll have to figure this out, see if I can decipher it once the... Any of the listeners, <laughs> feel free, tweet at me, make yeah, fun of me. Let us know how to play it.
2: Go for it. I don't care.
1: I really like the idea of small cards, small playing cards and stuff. Like, I might be down for a regular deck of cards this size. That'd be pretty cool. But
2: um, I am totally ashamed to say I couldn't figure out an 8-year-old game.
1: Yep. <laughs> A game for eight. A year game olds. for eight-year-olds. Yeah, it, it's probably new. <laughs> uh, Satine, how about you? What's your nerdy confession?
0: Oh man, I work so much now that I've been binging Sabrina.
1: Ooh, the teenage witch. Yeah, it's I very, like it.
0: I think it's made, I don't know. It's very.
1: It's by the same people
0: I- who I- did the ABC special. You know, it's like really sweet and adorable. And hail Satan!
2: Yeah, <laughs> like, <what? And> so <laughs> much. They do that so much, and I was I was really shocked that they get as. Um, satanic and as they do right there yeah i
0: couldn't believe it i was like wow but they do so like the storytelling is so good um but it's definitely cheeky and yeah. um for the little girl in me so
1: yeah so that and, and that was done by the like the same producer or something who did Rivendale, riverdale right The want the art dark archie comic uh tv show is that right
0: I have no idea, but what I do know is that actress is awesome. She is. The cast is fun, Men. and the set and cinematography is actually really good. Okay, I will have to give it but a that's shot. Kind of my junk food that I've been absorbing lately.
1: Oh, that's it's the best.
2: Wonderful. The only thing I'm a little bummed out is that Salem doesn't speak. That's the only thing. Uh, I know. The cat doesn't speak. He doesn't Hi, speak. Kitty. <laughs> but but I like that he turns into like a like. No, they haven't really showed him, but like a pretty savage demon. So they the, do the, actually in the. First oh, did they? Season, I, I believe, feel like they just yeah. show like the shadow maybe
1: oh okay
0: oh, I don't know I think I feel like there was one episode where they show him but they push the boundaries pretty far for something that wholesome right I mean, it seems really wholesome but yeah and they go straight for demon
1: yeah Satan. it seems you know at least the previews and stuff that I've seen for it it seems like you know they kind of play it off like at first it's kind of that you know quirky you know teen comedy show and then all of a sudden it's like whoa this takes a super turn dark. yeah super dark
2: i loved it when when as soon as that they went dark i was like yes i was like all right i in it that's it that's all i need to see yeah and,
0: it's funny because i'm not i'm not into satan i am not a satanist but i can appreciate the storytelling of it and that's i think it's good for people to see that and be able to tell the difference like oh i don't have to believe in this in order to enjoy it
1: yeah that's true this is just the same reason why i like to watch a uh, I can't remember the title. Now I can't the joke doesn't work. Breaking,
0: breaking bad. Like we we like breaking bad. Yeah. But I don't want to do the crystal meth.
2: Although the yeah. money seemed pretty good. I'm the money seemed
1: pretty good. <laughs> I wouldn't want to do it, but I could make it. <laughs> um I was gonna say, what's the Jose is it Joseph's technicolor dream coat? David's technicolor Dreamcoat? I have no idea. Someone's technicolor dream coat. That's <laughs> the joke I was gonna make. But anyway. Now I can't even remember. Someone's going to yell at me on Facebook, telling me I should know that. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's new with you? What uh, what projects have you been up to? I know you you started a new business. I think since we uh, since we last spoke.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm focusing on. That
1: oh, what happened? Oh, what? Well, oh, hold on, hold say me. that again. Wait, wait, it got cut out. Sorry. Uh, say that again.
0: I started. I started building my personal brand, which sounds really weird, but apparently Forbes thought it was great. So <laughs> that is cool. Yeah, that's yeah, um, all about.
1: Basically... We're all about personal brands. Mine's mostly uh, shorts. That's part of it. That's a big part of it. I just like wearing shorts a lot, and Christian always wears that beanie.
0: <laughs> yeah, see, it's the, you're creating the cartoon version of yourself that's easily identifiable. <laughs> but one of the things that I'm I've been really focusing on is building the community in a way that i wasn't like i did it was a lot of fun working for dungeons and dragons this last year super fun yeah but i found that i want a bigger reach like i want to be able to you know go to europe like i'm going to the summer on a european tour i want to go to europe and not have to wait for anyone else to give me permission yeah you know so one of the things i'm doing is a lot of outreach and helping different communities build their community even stronger because a lot of people just don't know where to meet up or how to reach out to one another. So I'm doing that and I'm doing a lot of, I know it sounds really weird, but it's amazing. I'm doing like dungeon master coaching and life coaching and um, player coaching. So oh, okay. I have a Patreon and people sign up and I run games, but also, you know, if people like they pay a little extra and I'll do like a two hour session one-on-one.
1: Oh, very cool. Nice. It's
0: so fun because I can actually stop, right? And I, I like we're talking. We talk about the character and the backstory, and then I have their character sheet. I run them through to like an hour and a half after you know talking, and we're in an encounter. And I'll see that they they make a decision, and they'll make the same decision. So I get yeah. to stop them and say, "Hey, so that is one way to do it, or look at all these other things and you can use your environment." So I, I give them a chance to explore without feeling stupid. Yeah, because it's a lot of things like none of us want to look dumb. So being able to explore your character in a way that, you know, you're not going to make the wrong decision. It feels really cool. And I help people with their world building and their um, their modules. It's like the coolest thing.
1: It does sound. I mean, that sounds awesome. And I think a lot of people, too, I think that's what's keeping them from getting into uh, tabletop RPGs. I know that's something that that kept me from it uh, for a long time is that, you know, I don't want to jump in with a bunch of people who've been playing for 10 years and, like, you know, I don't know what, you know, what die to use or what to do in a certain point or I get killed immediately. You know, those are the kind of things, you know, that, that keep people from playing the games and enjoying them and starting off. So I think something like that is super helpful. Um, and hopefully it will get some more people into it. What, what? Yeah,
0: I'm actually going to be doing some videos So some for game masters, it's kind of like GM tips, but more of like a course that people can take. Yeah, that would be awesome. Like um, beginner, um, intermediate and advanced and same for players too. So um, on that front, I'm actually started a production company called Gilding Light. And it was a way for me to be able to create without having to worry and wait for someone to give me permission. Again, a lot of. You know, no one gets to gatekeep sateen. It's I am doing the thing that I want when I want to. Nice. And it feels really good. So that's a production company. And we're, we're like looking at tabletop and adjacent content, you know, like fantasy based content sure. and um, seeing what we do now and then expanding on it by kind of conveying it in from another angle.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: it was funny that you're interesting. That you brought up community because I've been trying to reach out to other DMs and even like I, I just simply Google search San Francisco Dungeons and Dragons, and there's not a big community here, which I'm really shocked. And like, so I'm trying to network as much as possible with um with players. But hey, if you want to give us some tips later or help us create a Game community Castle. here, Game Castle,
0: you guys have Game Castle up there.
2: Oh, that's the place on I think to visit. Darrow, I think. I don't know Uh, if they have one
0: there. I went to one in San Jose and apparently they have a whole bunch of them. So you should check them out. They're actually really cool. Oakland. Really welcoming, really like big open space. I mean, the one that I went to was really cool.
2: There was a place that when last year when I went to Silicon uh, Valley Comic Con and right across the street, and I I feel bad that I don't remember the store, but their store was amazing. And I'll, I'll research later. I'll give them a shout out. But the upstairs, they had. A bunch of tables and a bunch of shelves where you can just grab props and just make stuff. And I was like, we need that here in San Francisco. So I don't know what we can do to make that happen. But I, I just was so jealous that it was there in Oakland. And it's like, it, it I mean, great for Oakland. Shout out to Oakland. But it's like Woo. so hard to commute out there. Yeah. It's like hopefully we can get something going here.
0: When I lived in San Francisco, I went to the one on Divisadero.
2: Yeah, and, but there's a great store. They have great props, but they, they don't it's really have. It's small. Yeah. But it's very homey. Yeah, they just <laughs> don't Castle, have a space for it.
1: Santa Clara, Fremont, and Mountain View. Mountain okay. View, Mountain View's not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> but can you BART there? <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> it's true. Soon, though, I heard they're actually finally doing like uh, a BART to San Jose or something. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll believe it when I wow. see it. Yeah. yeah, I
0: mean, like well, I, I left there in 2006, and yeah. they said they were going to do
1: that. Oh, so. they yeah, that's again
2: forever. Yeah, I'll believe yeah. it when I start seeing it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, one thing is, I think, I think last time you were on, I was just barely dipping a toe into the whole Dungeons and Dragons realm. That's true. And I've been playing nonstop since. I, I think I've done like, I'm in two games now, and you keep bugging me to be For in a sure. game. I so. definitely
2: want to start with
1: uh but it's it's super fun though i will say this I'd, I'd like to ask your opinion since you're you're very much an expert so one of my dungeon master, or game masters we'll say game master because he this is the whole problem he wants to play pathfinder all the time and then my other game that i'm in we're playing you know um uh, r- regular old dungeons and dragons let me ask you a okay
2: which one do you like better
1: i like dungeons and dragons better okay okay <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> nice So like, no, we're cool Yeah. So what's, have you played Pathfinder? And I mean, I assume
0: I've been playing Dungeons and Dragons for over 30 years (laughs) and Pathfinder is 3.5. Right. And you know what? If you love math, it's great. I hate math so much. I like role-playing. So it's a lot easier to think of your roles as advantage, disadvantage. You have D and D beyond makes it super simple. You don't actually have to roll or you don't have to make any math happen It's all right there in front of you. You're like, I have an axe. I want to do this action. Oh, look, I add this modifier. Like You don't have to overthink it. And that's what I like about D&D. That's what I like about 5th edition.
1: Yeah, 5th edition is awesome. And I feel like I can, you know, and there's no fault to the game master. He does an excellent job. And he actually... You just don't want him to kill you. He brings... (laughs) No, he, he does a good job leading us through and stuff. But I think it's just an unnecessarily difficult game to get into and and we are playing with one uh one new person and and she was having the hardest time building a character and and i'm trying to help because it's
0: like multiple pages yeah
1: and there's so many there's like flat-footed balance there's like off-handed balance there's all these weird little modifiers and things and you're adding all these up i'm like i wish i could help her but i i'm like struggling to fill out my own sheet and it took us it took us a whole night just to build characters which, yeah, that's I mean, very
0: cyberpunk. So in the 90s, we used to play cyberpunk and it would take like five hours to build your character. Then you started playing and you're too tired to actually continue playing more than an hour. You're yeah. like, well, that was, a, that was fun. That was a fun so character building. The thing about um, Dungeons & Dragons. Fifth edition is very, it's easy, right? Mm-hmm. It's easy to do. Yep. You can make it more complicated. Yeah. You can add different things like, okay, so, you know, in my homebrew game, you have to hit a body part. So the Dungeon Master's Guide is a guide. Yeah, it's not a rule. It's not like this is what you have to do. Sure, it's a framework for you to build from. So if your Dungeon Master likes Fifth Edition and three point five or Pathfinder, you can actually like you know add subtract whatever information yeah. he wants.
1: Yeah, I'd say you know you can make it more and more complex. I think that with Fifth Edition, um, and just make people follow the rules to a T. We all we all have house rules and stuff, you know, that make simplify things, but like you can add more rules. I just think that, man, Pathfinder is such a slog sometime. <laughs> Though I will say the thing I do enjoy is that there's a crazy amount of races and classes that you could really make whatever you want. Like I think there was actually a Batman character you could make which was a vigilante. You can
0: make anything in D D. That's true. You can literally make anything. All you have to say is, what is it like?
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, draw some similarities and such. Like,
2: yeah, I yeah. mean, I have a buddy who, like, uh, he plays with his family, and, like, one of the family wanted to be a witch, and they're like, all right, well, you're just going to use the wizard class as the witch, and it's like, you know, you could, you could kind of mix. Just, you, you could make it work.
0: Yeah. Unless you're playing on a stream, you Tr- should be, in my opinion, my personal opinion, you should be able to bend things the way you want. One of my characters from, you know, in Sirens... She's like, I want to be half sprite, half moon elf. I'm like, well, how the hell does that work? Well, you know, crazy <laughs> face science. But um, she wanted wings. I'm like, okay. So essentially, she's a gulfling. Well, how does that work? How would wings work in that way? I don't want. We have an arachokra who can fly, but you know, if we have this character, maybe the wings are just give her feather fall. You know, okay. give her something like a light glide. She can maybe move like ten extra feet if she's gliding down off of something. Yeah. So it's like, here's what you have, and this is how you maneuver it.
1: Very cool. Yeah. I, I, I'm i glad to hear that I'm not alone in thinking <laughs> that, that Pathfinder is just a bunch of extra stuff that, you know, you could have fun without all the rules, you know, without all the little nitty-gritty stuff. I think it, it, it makes for a better, more imaginative time, and that's what I'm all about.
0: I'm not going to say one's better than the other because it's it's simply perspective and preference. So if somebody, some people like that, they want to play a more challenging game. They want something to be more fine-tuned and specific. Um, uh, The dragons and things. I don't know if you've seen them. Dragons and stuff. I think they're dragons and stuff now. (laughs) But um, they're a live stream game and they play Pathfinder, but they play it in a very fun, it's very fun. I love being on their show. They make it seamless and then in combat, it's a little more complicated for me. But what the Dungeon Master does is makes he makes me a cheat sheet.
1: Oh, okay, very nice. So
0: he simplifies it for me so that I can understand, especially like I'm not in their normal game. Yeah. So it's a, okay, well, you're just going to be here for a little bit. Here's what you really need to know. Right. And then from that, I've been relearning uh, 3.5, you know, Pathfinder. Right. So I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm I'm going to add this little thing here that he didn't write on my cheat sheet. Yeah. It's already written on page 14.
1: <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Page 14 of the character sheet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I, and I, I will say this, that my dungeon master is excellent and he leads us through and he, he does great like voices, descriptions. He, he helps us catch stuff that we're maybe missing throughout the game. So he does a good job. I, it, it's, I have no problem with him. And he's done a really good job making, he made these little like dungeon tiles that he can make move around and stuff. He does a really good job with miniatures. So, uh, shout out to Michael Gibson. He's he does a he does uh-huh. a good job. I just don't like Pathfinder. I'm so
2: jealous. I can't do voices. I wish I could do voices. I I really like. I don't yeah. know. If I, I don't know if They're I'll ever go. They are hard, and I wish maybe if one day I get enough time, maybe take some classes or something. But I wish I really wish I could do voices. Well, I okay, mean... this
0: is how you do voices. Are you ready? <laughs> sure. You listen to a voice, and then you move your mouth the way you think that it is going to make the sound, and then you all of a sudden you have a voice and it is very fun and then you just keep going until it's time to do another voice and then you keep wearing that one and and, and yeah, so you just... Um, just go.
1: I'm not even going to
2: attempt because I'm going to be really
1: bad at it. Well, it doesn't well, matter because right? we don't have a reference point. That's what that guy sounds like. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. This guy and sounds so like this
0: In d and a lot of people don't... Um, and this is why I do the, the player practice. Yeah, there you go. So... It's so that you can practice your voice in a place that you're not going to feel stupid, right? So by listening, so I had to do an African accent for Neverwinter. My entire life, I've never been able to do an African accent, ever, not once. So I sat there, I listened to all these YouTube videos over and over. What they do is they teach you how to form your mouth. You know, if you want to sound like this, this is what the shape of the mouth is. This is where the tongue sits in the mouth. This is how you breathe while you're doing it. It's not very complicated. It's all about doing it. So to get good at anything, you have to do it over and over and over. I did that African accent w- the day before. It oh. was the only practice I had. And then all morning. And then I had a coach there, which was really great. But, you know, by the by the end of it, I was very confident. I have not done it. Since then, I will not do it again today. <laughs> we, we are not going to ask you to do it. <laughs> but my point is, you know, like, just exactly like what you just said. I'm afraid I'm. it's not going to come across. It's going to sound dumb. Like, that's, first of all, it's not going to sound dumb. It'll sound the way it sounds until you get it right.
1: Yeah.
2: Maybe I'll just practice, like, in my car driving. to put some YouTube and that way. Like, you know, I'm just judging myself.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, it's a good yeah, way. Yeah, to... I use voice memo. Yeah. Voice memo? There you go. Yeah. Like, no. on, on your phone? Actually. Just so you could hear it back. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because you have to hear yourself. So, like, I've got these headphones on, right? Yeah. And I have my Yeti right here, and the thing about it is, all I have to do is plug my headphones in and plug the Yeti into my computer. I don't even have to record. I can actually hear myself,
1: mm-hmm. That's
0: and a good I point. I learn how to talk on camera from hearing myself in the Yeti.
1: Yeah, and after six years of doing this. Christian, you should know what you sound like. I know.
2: I know what I sound like. <laughs> it's trying to get what I want to sound like to make but it. You work. can
1: come over here anytime you want.
2: Sounds good. Just sit here at the
1: podcast station, and just you know do voices. Just do silly voices. Just, just call me first. Don't just, don't, don't just, just be here. Right, yeah. Fair enough.
0: <laughs> why did he crawl through the
2: window? I, don't <laughs> yeah. I had to practice. The Cody, w-
1: window's broken again. I'm like, Why do you keep doing that? Just see you later. <laughs> We're on the second floor. <laughs> but
0: so here's the thing. Um, I hear so much uh, people are really afraid and they're scared and they're intimidated and all these things and I don't have those feelings yeah. but it's a common feeling that our nerd friends have and so it's, I feel like it's one of my life goals is to help people feel comfortable with themselves to just do the things you know the best advice I have for this? What's that it is, you could die tomorrow it's true. So you just do the thing. <laughs> yeah, that's and I fair. say that because I got in a car accident and I basically almost just I almost did die. So now literally every day is
1: a blessing. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you know <laughs> You know I'm, wow. it's usually us. It's usually us that has the sirens. <laughs> you know what? It up, is. So a, it is us. We'll take <laughs> we'll take the hit. I had a drive by shooting here the other day. That was that was crazy. Oh my god. Yeah, I know. It was weird. But uh yeah, nothing no one got hurt, so it's all good, I guess. <laughs> We- property <laughs> property values went down that day, uh, but yeah, you know one one thing that I've kind of and I don't do I, I don't I don't necessarily do a voice the entire time just because you know I it, I go back and forth to like discussing with what what we should do and then like discussing the game a little bit because we're trying to help uh, our our new player along and but what I'll try to do all the time is you know, make decisions and say things that I think my character would say, you know, just, and I think that's kind of the basic, basic starting point. And then after a while, like I'll catch myself doing a voice here and there, especially when I'm talking to NPCs and stuff in the game. And then I think eventually the next step is just to do the voice like non stop. So, you know, you, you can break it up that way and try it out. NPCs
2: are my favorite. I, uh, and I, I know like sometimes it irritates like uh dungeon masters, but like, when you get to interact, it, it particularly, I I feel like I have a knack for picking NPCs that the dungeon master didn't plan on having around for too long. Yeah, <laughs> or like didn't plan a backstory. I was like, oh, tell me, like, so what are you doing here? Why are you in this bar? Oh like, my god! <laughs> I just I don't know. I just find it like I, I like I put myself in the situation.
1: Like, dude, I would totally want this dude. Sounds interesting. I totally want to talk to this guy. Yeah, Aww. that's cool. And I think you know. I think a a good game master, dungeon master, shouldn't be necessarily mad at that, but they should also be able to, like, kind of push you along, and you should pick up on social cues. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, like here's a-
0: the thing: my group last night they wanted they there was uh, a caravan, and one of them wanted to go drinking with a group of people. So I was like, "All right, you actually see an adventuring group, and they look worse for wear, but you he gave them booze, so they started drinking, and they had a really good time together. Got them wasted." they get to neverwinter and i actually had designed they don't know this they'll probably hear this (laughs) i actually designed the wrong city because i had them going to like luskin instead of neverwinter and i was like oops so i put the taverns from luskin into neverwinter and they i had two different taverns and i kind of fleshed them out a little bit and so these people they wanted to keep going with them i was like okay so they ended up like, we're going to this bar and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> and one of the guys is like, I'm, I'm going to go befriend these. So these guys come with us to the the big place we're going to up north. And at first I was reluctant as a dungeon master. I was like, they're not going to bring extra people. And then I was like, you know what? He wants it. I'll give it to him. Yeah. But then one of the other players, she start, she knows what it's like to be a dungeon master so she got nervous and basically, I think it was her. I could be wrong, but I think she got nervous and then kind of was like, uh, maybe we shouldn't do that. But she didn't do it in character in the game. She did it as a player making a decision for her character in the game. And okay. what happened was I actually gave them a whole story because I come up with stories like that fast. Yeah. So I gave them this whole thing and then they all said, no, I guess we won't. And then they created, and then they were like, <laughs> We, we don't want the fancy one. We don't want the dive one. We want something nice. So I ended up making something new up anyway, and they went there, and it was, <laughs> oh, like, really lovely. And then I had to role play that, and I hadn't even invented it until right then and there. So that's Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's awesome. We, had a, we actually had a similar thing in that Pathfinder game where we spent, like, I don't know, we must have spent an hour and a half in this bar, and it was, like, you know, it was supposed to be a place where we just had a couple of drinks and left, we spent an hour and a half there talking to like all the patrons, and and as soon as we left and we ended the game, he's like, uh, "Yeah, you guys spent a lot more time there than I thought you were going to. <laughs> I had everything planned out, uh, but I guess we'll do it next time." But well, it was cool; it's fun, you know. Yeah. You're exploring the world, and now he's
0: super prepared. You know how rare that is.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it is uh, very. very we the other game I play, uh, we show up sometimes, and we can tell that the dungeon master has not prepared anything. Because we just fight spiders for like two hours. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, that's fine. So It's fun it, sometimes to polish, you know, your moves and your strategies. But
0: Yeah, it's really fun because I'll have um, a couple different. So I do everything on the computer now. It's like nice. uh, even if I'm sitting at a table with people, mm-hmm. I actually have a laptop and I have Sirenscape on my iPad and it's all like digital and playing for a long time until D&D Beyond happened. I was all analog. Now I'm digital, and I have other websites up, like the name generator.
1: Oh, nice. Like, oh,
0: okay, well, and otherwise, I'm just looking at objects, and then i like, a lamp, a monitor. What's his name? Lonitor? (laughs)
1: Lonitor, yeah. (laughs) Lampar, king of the (laughs) monitors. I wouldn't even have picked up on that, to be honest. I would be like, oh, that's a cool name. Yeah, like yeah. I made I made a tiefling barbarian, and instead of Hellboy, I just called him Hellman. <laughs> so like Hellman.
0: Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> so when he grew up, yeah.
1: Sometimes, sometimes you got to grow up, and you're just a Hellman. But uh, yeah,
0: so you can make things. You can make character names, or you can play, make NPC names. You can make, um, you know, locations with the name generator.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I and I think one thing that's really cool is that you know I feel really lucky that I came into you know, the tabletop world this late in the game because there's so many tools out there. And, you know, hopefully soon, you know, you'll be providing some more of those tools because, like, you know, I can imagine, like, picking this up back in, like, you know, in the 90s, back when, you know, when I I should have really been starting this realistically. And, it it, you know, you would have had to just, you go to the game store, you talk to the guy who works there, He'll kind of, like, lead you through some stuff. And now we have so many tools on the internet. It makes everything so much easier.
0: Oh, my God. I've, I've been learning World Anvil. Have you seen this? No. Oh, no. World Anvil, it's like you make your own wiki. So as a world builder, you can use it for um, being an author or you can make it. You know, use it for, like, dungeon mastering. And what they do for dungeon masters is there's, like, you can put settings on it, right? So you have all your lore. Yeah. And then... You have all the stuff you're going to share with your players.
1: Oh, that's right? so cool. And it separates yeah. them out? Yeah.
0: So all of a sudden, if they find something, you just re- you dose it to them. Boom, boom. But it creates a wiki. And one of my favorite things since, like, 1992 are hyperlinks. Yeah. So you have an article. And then that, there's a button. And it leads you to another article. And then that has information in it. And that might lead you to a map or a picture. And in that map or picture is a link another article within the whole framework it's very exciting so and as a, oh, a science nerd this is like
1: the yeah best no that sounds really cool so
2: whatever you build can other people then see if you you can you
0: can see who sees what so oh nice i can make it private and then i can have you know some information public and some information only my players can see and some information only i can see
2: very cool. So, like, if you, let's let's say you finish the campaign, you have everything done, can you share it with other people, like, if they wanted yeah. to use the campaign?
1: Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. You guys totally missed out on this. I don't know why you didn't open that one door. <laughs> There's a magic machine gun back there. That's actually one of the things that
2: kind of, like, I wouldn't say annoy, but, like, I've had a couple of dungeon masters like you know you guys missed some really cool shit over because you you focused <laughs> that on mean? that. that, that is I, yeah, and I was like, "What? I didn't What? Can we go back?" Like, "No, that's too late." It was like, "Well, why would you tell us?" Like, yeah, "I don't want to you know." T- <laughs>
0: that's so rude. It's
2: like, no, why would you tell me terrible. that there was some possibly cool stuff that we missed? Like, just don't tell me, let's we can just
1: move forward. Well,
0: here's the thing. So, I'm a modular dungeon master. I have all this information, and sometimes I will move it around. So, a lot of my campaign, a lot of my uh, episodes for Sirens, for instance, I have things timed. So nice. if they go left or right, that's fine. That's their decision. They can do that. Sometimes the map is different. And it's like, if you go right, you miss out on things on the left. But a lot of the time, I don't know if they know, but <laughs> I, I'll just put the thing I want in that location based on, you know, okay, yeah. at, uh, an hour, 45 minutes, this is introduced at two hours, three minutes, this, and that's a weird number, but like this is introduced <laughs> and what i find is they don't know the difference. Yeah,
1: exactly. They you know, none's
2: the wiser. I'm just taking notes in case I, I dare to dm again. I've only done it once and i don't know. I don't think i'm skilled enough yet to do it again, but uh I'll take notes. But a that's
0: note. what i'm saying, you have to keep doing yeah, it. Yeah,
2: You, you got to believe in yourself, Chris. For sure. I know, dude. Just
0: believe in yourself, <laughs> my friend.
1: Uh, every disney movie ever has been teaching you to believe in yourself. I have been paying it's attention. True. That's true. <laughs> so, uh I'm definitely looking forward to some more videos on that stuff, but I would be remiss and this podcast doing this podcast a disservice if we didn't talk about Game of Thrones season oh 8 episode 1. Oh my god. So, uh if you haven't seen it yet, what are you doing? Go watch that. It's like the most watched TV event ever.
2: I will say I watched it yesterday, so I didn't get to watch a day of it. Uh,
1: 17 million
0: people watched it or something.
1: Oh, I
2: I, I god, that's probably
1: crazy. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, that seems about right. And then, like, that's not counting the people who, people who saw like a leaked episode online. And if I mm-hmm. if I had seen that, I would watch it again just to you know throw my name. Watched in. Watched it at.
0: twice on Sunday. Did you? Yeah, that's, I did. That's awesome. And you know what? I, right. Spoilers. Spoilers. Everyone, yeah. Spoilers. If seen it. <laughs> okay, Bran. Bran. Creepy ass. Dude,
1: Bran <laughs> is like, hella creepy. She beat me to I'm it. There she beat me too but i was gonna bring it up it's
0: like a muppet but and then my friends and i are like how is he getting around because he's by himself every time he's a really stealthy wheeler he's got those eyes but do you remember when sam walks up and he's like what are you doing out here he's like i'm waiting for an old friend and then the end part
1: oh yeah Oh, that makes, that makes that so, makes sense.
0: I'm not really. I don't like spoilers. I don't well, like giving spoilers. Well,
2: we this, already said it. And our out, listeners know when we say, "Hey, we're going to talk about spoilers." Like this will come out, out
1: so. after episode two is out, so I think we'll be okay. Cause is there a those, limit,
0: like a a 14 day limit or a seven day? I feel spoiler?
1: like we. I feel like we've given people enough. You know, we usually do towards it. the end of the episode. We're in the back half now, so we can. I think we could talk about
2: it. I usually say a week, but I've I think two
1: weeks will, is the most common. This will be this will be a week after. Oh, sure. okay, then then yeah, screw was, it. He's Talking about Jamie Lannister, <laughs> and he like Forget looks up, he looks over at Bran. He's like, oh, I forgot.
2: I don't think he cares anymore because he doesn't even he really definitely cares. He Did doesn't
1: look on his face. Wait. No, Are you uh, talking about Jay- Brand he or no, Exactly. So Brand of, doesn't care. Anymore. I don't think Brand doesn't. Jamie care cares still. Well, Brand had a
0: look on his face like, well, he knows things, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, he, I mean, does he know the future? I think he only knows the past.
1: Um, that's t- well, that's a little he knows unclear. the future if he's waiting for an old friend.
0: He specifically, I know that's the thing, right? Because he was like, I know the past and I know the now. Yeah, that's and true. And I was like, but do you know the
1: future? I
2: feel like I mean, he does. He kind
1: of does. I'm he try- didn't I'm, say he did. He didn't say no, but I'm trying to think. I feel like there's a something wouldn't, in the show I wouldn't away. tell anybody if I knew the future because then they'd be asking me all the time about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, they don't exactly uh, have the lottery. Reliable ju- narrator. <laughs> yeah, I would just win the lottery and bounce. You I don't think they have it. Again.
2: I don't think Westeros has that. I don't know. The Maybe. lottery? Yeah.
1: Well, that's... Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> they might. Yeah, and then, and then when the army
0: walked through... Um, Winterfell.
1: Oh, and the opening scene.
0: Oh my god! And I mean, imagine, like, it's like the creepiest place those people have ever been to. Yeah, you know, it's cold. The people look miserable, and, and everybody's riding in on their like oiled bodies, and they
1: look around, and all these like withered, <laughs> the, that the that poor, worn, the people. poor, unsullied, I and feel the Darth like, Raki. I feel like they need sleeves, like <laughs> it's so cold up there. The Darth and they got this only... leather vest on. You know, that's pretty cool. Like, the Dothraki have only
2: known sands and, like, deserts that's and true. heat. They don't know what snow. And grass, yeah. yeah. I was like, why even bring them? Like, they're like their horses aren't going to use the ice, and they're going to be fighting, everybody. like, an off-terrain? Like, I don't know. I'd be less worried
1: about it's like the horses. like playing
0: football in the wrong, in another stadium, you right.
2: know? I don't know. I just feel like if this was Sometimes Dungeons & Dragons, they would all have disadvantage. <laughs> in particular, the, the, the <laughs> yeah. Dothraki. Like,
0: I would play that. That's how I would Dungeon Master. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, you guys. Are from Om, and you're up in Icewind you're too cold to think.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, you roll with a disadvantage every single time. So, what have you? You've I'm sure you've heard the brand is the Night King theory. I wanted to talk to somebody about that actually. Go for it. I was like Go perfect for
2: timing.
0: <laughs> who said that? I don't who know. The person that said that because I don't know who how said, said it, how it originally did they get that from
2: well There's part a, of it is that they look similar like the nose oh thing.
0: that's stupid
1: that's well, that's well not my theory i will say this so i'm sorry your idea was not stupid no 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 your idea is stupid <laughs> and everything you stand for is stupid <laughs> uh
0: well so when what i when meant they ha- to say was that comparison <laughs> i did not agree with but you are valid in your observations uh, again
2: i didn't make i didn't point that out but i said from what i've read that's like one of the observations <laughs>
1: Well, uh, the, the most convincing part to me was when we see the the creation of the first White Walkers with the flashback with the uh, oh, the, kid, the children, children of the forest. Yep. You see that they're they're stabbing, you know, they're stabbing a man who is sitting on the ground up against a tree, and you know, Bran obviously can't <laughs> walk, so he's sitting on the ground. He could be the guy sitting on the ground when he's older, and then also. The armor that the um, that the Night King wears is very similar to Stark armor, not necessarily, you know, okay. exactly the same, but still. And then, you know, there's been several times where the Night King could have killed or the White Walkers in general could have killed Jon Snow, but they still haven't. And that could that's debatable. I mean maybe he's no, awesome. John Snow's an amazing I know, fighter, I feel like right?
0: It's a it's one of those like look at the birdie things. I think the real question is what yeah. the hell's up with John?
1: Yeah, I don't know.
2: In, and like in what sense? Wait, like uh what's like up?
0: how come he's so
2: special? Yeah, Aside oh. from the fact that he's so special. Well, he's but like half Targaryen, half Stark.
1: Yeah, he's the yeah, prince that what, was promised. But, maybe. Yeah,
0: but that doesn't explain why he's still alive, ish.
1: Yeah. Unless his brother was secretly the Night King and still had unrequited, like, <laughs> oh, love for him. God. Well, I know a lot of people were,
2: were, like, saying, why didn't John die when he fell in the ice water and came out like he would have frozen to death? But then that wasn't the last season. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, he's got, oh. got Targaryen blood. Well, bro. see that that gives him for fire, but I, maybe the Stark oh. blood is what protects him Ooh. from coldness. Ah, I mean, because on the Fire and Ice, he right? Is Fire and Ice? He is. He is
0: Fire and Ice. Yeah, but oh. I
2: think Daenerys is more. She's protected from fire. He's protected cool. from snow. So I don't know.
1: What about? I'm very confused. <laughs> what yeah. about when uh, Jon Snow is making out with uh, his aunt, Daenerys, his <laughs> aunt. <laughs> yeah, and, and Drogon's just in the corner, like heavy breathing, <laughs> looking at him. I was just like, oh.
0: The memes on that are
1: amazing online. Oh, so good. <laughs> there were so many Little known facts. Awkward stairs in the dragon. Yeah. <laughs> he was just
2: staring.
0: It's <laughs> just my dog does that I'm like yeah. trying to get all saucy and my dog's just staring at me yeah, and like, like
1: oh. yeah like uh, my, my roommate's cat like I'll open up my the door to my room and she's just sitting there I'm like ah why <laughs> and then yeah
0: just, like meow. we don't have anything better to do yeah.
1: cat nope just sitting outside <laughs> my room I'm just gonna listen to you and judge that's <laughs> <Yeah. all. laughs> Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I, I don't know about the Night King theory. I think it's kind of an interesting theory, and, and the weirder and weirder Bran's getting, the more I think that it might be true. But also, like, I think he still is trying to help them, right? He's still trying to help them defeat the White Walkers. For sure. Well,
0: here's the thing. He already knows the outcome, so really he's just putting himself in the place. Or are there multiple outcomes, and he can affect things?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Well, we already saw that he can screw with the timeline because he went back to make Hodor. Hodor. Crazy,
2: yeah. So sad.
0: That's so weird. I know. And, and I we it. and it's we like saw Ned like kind of
1: like look back when he when he was at the Tower of Joy, so he can yeah. like he can be there. It's interesting. I don't know, man.
2: I just hope- yeah.
0: But then if he is the White Walker King dude, then but then how did he go back in time?
2: Yeah. See, I, that's where it gets wacky for me.
1: I know. It's weird, but
2: also I don't like it. It's a Terminator treatment, you know. If uh, yeah. if John didn't send, you know, <laughs> the one soldier to do his mom, then it, nothing would have happened. Same uh, thing.
1: Yeah. That's a weird mission. To, I to don't like
0: out. the chicken or the egg theory. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. That's what I'm calling it. Yeah, <laughs> I
1: I hope the I, chicken or John Connor. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> theory. The
2: I hope, Con- I, and I can't remember Robert's bastard son. Um, oh, Gendry. Yes. Oh, yeah. the best. I hope that there's going to be like a John and him battle. He also, hear me
1: out. He also has. He's the nicest guy. Yeah. I, it wouldn't bite. I don't know, man, because he also has rights what if to the he, throne. What if, what if he? well, he doesn't want he it. Doesn't though. He, also, he doesn't care. He he doesn't know. He might for care.
0: Arya, did you see that look on oh, his yeah. face? Oh yeah, that's and true. Were like we're awkward.
1: Yeah, exactly. They, they're they're back, and they've you know they've both gone through puberty since. But also, you know, he so. doesn't
2: know he's Robert's bastard, and if if he finds out, he might take interest in the throne. Well, I
1: mean, he would definitely probably like not being poor. Like <laughs> I mean, that would that would be awesome. But I don't think he would want to be king.
0: Wait, who was the one that knew about that? Was it
1: Littlefinger?
2: Ned uh, knew, but I don't know if anyone else. Was it else... Var- Varus? Well, you got Bran who could just. Probably, well, no. Like, so tell
1: Stannis, him. I think knew. Yes, because he had Melisandre. Also, oh, she would still know. The... Yeah, she still knows. Where's she? Where's she at? Yeah, she kind of
2: bounced on the last. Uh, I think in the last season, she was like, I kind of. I'm out. Well, because she revived Jon, and so she believes that Jon is the. The one that supposed, was promised. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's why he's revived. And she's kind of oh, like, I <laughs> <laughs> sure. she was just like, all right. he's so special." <laughs> <laughs> she's kind of like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, man. But also that 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 go between John and Arya was pretty funny. Like, uh, <laughs> how what did she? He's what she said. How did you survive stabbings?" She's like, like, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's yeah. good. One.
0: It was like the first time you see her as a little girl since, like, the well, first yeah. season. They haven't
2: seen each
1: other since he left to go to the Night's watch, and
2: she's well, yeah. not not she's the one who showed him the most affection, but Robert also cared about him. But like Sansa and you know his stepmother, they didn't really
1: give a shit about him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. But, uh, but oh, go ahead.
0: Oh, I was just gonna say, Sam. Oh, that was rough. Poor Sam. Because he was so excited to share his information yeah oh uh, like
2: so nice that speech why you?
0: is he so upset because they were dicks to him well
2: his thing, brother was a little fair his dad so was his definitely brother a his dick.
1: brother was always like sorry about dad man but you know how it is you know and so he I don't think he had any problem really with his brother necessarily but when he was like, well you know uh, my dad's dead so at least maybe I'll be able to go back now that my brother's in charge of everything so uh, like uh, <laughs>
0: Well, he could just go over to Umbrella Academy. Oh, I know, right? (laughs) You know
1: what's funny is like when I watched the recap, and I was like,
2: oh, my God, it's one. I was like, oh, my
0: God. Yeah,
1: I didn't realize that until I watched the recap. And then I was bummed. I was like, oh, Oh, man, he died. I think
0: that guy was also in that Pirate, the Black Sails show.
1: Oh, okay. And then
0: also, I think he was in an episode of Doctor
1: Who. Oh, nice. that's crazy. He's been like side characters for so long, he finally got his big chance with the umbrella. See, my, I really yeah. like that show.
2: My friends yeah. that I was watching uh, Game of Thrones with they were pissed off at how Danny, uh, Daenerys, like handled. I was like, dude, she was just up front, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, she, she was just like, hey, I'm uh, you know. I killed your dad sorry <laughs> and i mean it better to get it out in the open now than like to I hear really about it later like
0: the i like her as a ceo queen oh and yeah and sexy dragon lady She's <laughs> just straight up
2: like hey man i'm gonna tell you facts like this is what it is i'm gonna
1: lay it down if you want you've got to hear what i have to say and if you don't like that, that's your problem. And that was the
2: thing is like that's what rulers, I murdered your whole family. <laughs> it's like that's what rulers <laughs> yeah, no, do, man.
1: That, yeah. that's what I feel. I don't feel yeah. like she was disrespectful
2: about it. Yeah, she, she was w- just more w- honest about it. Now she
1: did she didn't even what, one thing that I do like is that she didn't like say, "Oh, I'm so sorry that I did it." She was like, "Well, he uh I gave him the chance to and he didn't do it." And so. she she did. She most definitely yeah. did. Yeah. And and
2: especially with the brother, like even his dad said, "You don't have to stay here." And he was yeah. just like, "Nah, this is this is how I'm rolling." So it's like she was fair. So Sam's like fair a lord fair.
1: now. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's true. I didn't even think about that. And the Valyrian steel sword is his now.
0: Yeah, I think, they sh- I think he needs to start appreciating the situation <laughs> yeah. a little bit more. Just <laughs> yeah. like, you know, Gilly's going to be taken care of. Yeah, the baby. exactly. That's now, that's now she
1: could be a lady, and the little baby could be a little lordly. You know, I could... <laughs> It all worked out. Come on, Sam. You're not looking at the bright side I'm of things.
0: Right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Like silver lining here. Um, and you're like
0: John, right now, John did John know actually? And he was just like, mm, I don't, this lady, I can't get in the middle of this. <laughs> that's I don't know.
1: Did he know? That's a fair did point. He did he know about uh, her killing? Killing the? Uh, no, because that happened I don't think before so. they I met. I mean, she probably doesn't tell him everything either. I mean, but his
2: reaction said it all, though. He was kind of more like. She's queen. Like, yeah, he, he did. Kinda,
1: yeah. That sucks.
0: Like, and that's the thing is, like, you you don't know what the queen knows. That's right? true. Like, no, none of those people can understand what they have to go through.
1: Yeah, and I mean, she has to. She has to be her, especially. She's coming over to a foreign land. She's got to take over the seven kingdoms. She can't be all like willy nilly and be weak. Like she mm-hmm. has to have, you know, she has to be strong. I,
2: I feel, I feel bad for John in the situation. It's Like, well, there's my queen, and then there's my sister, who there's clearly
1: there's my aunt, yes. who's also my lover, who's also my queen, who's not my sister. And like him and or like her and Sansa are yeah. like they don't
2: like oh, each other.
1: Sansa does not like anybody now.
0: Yeah. I was- and D- I think Daenerys
1: is just like I don't care. Yeah, like, I don't care. I don't give no care. <laughs> like, uh, as long as you she's serve. Like, I know what my part is. I'm yeah. the queen. Yeah, Sansa thinks she's oh, all hard cool. now, but she doesn't know what Daenerys went through. Yeah, well, well that's
0: the thing, right? Like everyone has what they want to happen, mm-hmm. and so it's easy to judge. It's easy for Sansa to judge Daenerys because she doesn't know, right. which is why it was awesome for the dragons to just swoop in
1: oh, before yeah. her. You know like
0: was... oh you you see a small blonde woman
1: well look at her freaking dragons yeah exactly and her freaking army that she brought across the sea like she she came she came to throw down for sure and i'm i'm excited to see that apparently episode three is going to be a big ass battle that's what i've nice. been hearing
0: i love that uh what what did dragons eat anyway and she looks over she's like whatever, whatever they, they want, want. <laughs> bet. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> boom
1: also when they're like she's like, how many? She's, he's like, uh, they only had like 18 goats or some shit like that. He's like, huh, they're not eating as much as they are supposed to. Like, well, oh, look at man. the size <laughs> of those things, man. They're
2: huge. Yeah. Like They obviously need a, that's a lot they of uptake. Lot of...
1: Okay, so he, here's the last thing I'll ask about Game of Thrones. What do you think Bronn's going to do now that he's given the mission to go murder Jamie and oh, Tyrion? Oh my God. With I... the crossbow that Tyrion used to kill Tywin Lannister. I, I okay, so I
2: feel like he likes to paint himself as the guy's like I'm just a mercenary, I get paid he's to do like, the job. He's like
1: Han Solo. Yeah, but right?
2: I feel like he really as much as he didn't want to, he attached himself really hard to Tyrion and even Jamie when he's teaching him how to fight. Oh, yeah. Although he still dislikes Jamie a little bit. But yeah. I think he's one of those mercenaries like he doesn't want to feel, but he actually does. Like he tries to deny what he's mercenary
1: feeling. with a heart of gold.
2: Yeah, kinda.
0: Well, kind of, but like also, he's a mercenary, so he doesn't, he can take whatever jobs he wants. Right. But, you know, in that case, like, who's the scariest person in that equation? Cersei. So he at least has to look like he's going to do the thing. Right. And for him, he could be gambling, like, well, shit, hopefully they don't come back or something happens to Cersei. Yeah.
1: Well,
2: nothing's going to happen to Cersei until Jaime gets back because for sure he's going to kill her.
1: Right, Queenslayer, Kingslayer, Queenslayer. He's gonna do
2: it for sure.
1: I would love that. I think that's and when he does it, he has to say, "The things I do for love," and then, <laughs> and that would be, <laughs> that would be best. Can I ask a question? Sure. Yeah. Who do you ship? Oh, hmm. let's see.
2: <sighs> I think it already happened for me. It would have been John and Daenerys, but so it already it already happened
1: i i really like i genuinely like torment and uh, oh yes tarth i mean that is the love story of our generation monster babies yeah i agree actually (laughs) like there's they're so good and i love dude the way he looks at her the way he looks at her the way he talks about her you're like oh he (laughs) loves her and he's such a Doesn't she love
2: um what's his name jamie brother Jamie yeah Yeah. I feel like it's hinted but I don't know if it's like I I don't know if it's more like warrior respect like Like, warrior BFF yeah like because she like she's seen him fight she knew actually I don't know if she's seen him without his fighting hand Mm. since
1: uh but no but maybe you're right she might be interested because he was like in the I remember he was in like the the bath right and he had only one hand that's right he had her wrapped up and then she was there because she was embarrassed about being naked can you do like a triple ship? Ooh, Is that a thing? <laughs> no! Yeah, in in that case, that's you just tr- right there. Then, I mean, then you just throw Jamie in there, and it, everything's <laughs> awesome. No, no, no. There's no. There's no way
2: the Wildling guy—I forget his name—but Tormund. No, yeah, there's no way Tormund would allow it.
1: Dude, Tormund's the best. I was so happy He's when all, he walked he, out. I was like, yes,
0: he didn't die in the avalanche. I was so sad. I thought he did die. Yeah, I know. And, and
1: then when he, he sees did. Ed from the Night's Watch, and they like bro hug it out, I was like, oh. The wildlings and the Night Swatch yeah. love each other. <laughs> All the years of fighting is finally uh, over with. I love it. What that. I thought was going
2: to happen is they were going to try to look for more wildlings and try to flank, you know, from the front and from the back the um, the White Walkers. But I don't know if anyone else has seen the clips. They showed a preview. HBO showed not, a preview.
1: Don't tell me anything okay. about previews. That's I don't a double hear spoiler, man. All right.
2: Yeah. Well, well, I, well, I don't want to hear enough. What previews. I said is what I was hoping.
1: And so oh, that obviously God. isn't happening. Right. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> I mean, sure. Uh, I don't
0: know. I'm really crazy because the fact that the dragon just blew a bunch of electric ice wa- fire. Yeah,
1: ice fire. And then
0: all of a sudden, the whole wall came apart. Yeah, I, I know. Mean, That's, like, that was a little easy.
2: Yeah. There had to be a great equalizer, though. I mean, because if it was mm-hmm. three dragons against like them and they didn't have anything against they could have just the dragons alone could have mowed them down. The yeah,
0: giants.
1: That's true. That's true. Ice giants and polar bears. Um, and one uh, we didn't even mention the new intro to the whole show, oh, which is awesome.
2: They show the inside of the buildings, and,
1: and not only that, they show the path of the night king. Did you notice that it starts? Oh, yeah. It starts. It, it uh, goes to was it Hearth uh, Hearthstone? That's a game. It can't be that
2: Hearthstone's a game. <laughs> yeah, a very fun game. I will but, say.
1: But what was? <laughs> You know, the one where the little uh, the little umber kid was at the end with the, the spiral oh, of yeah. limbs. So they, they show him going there first. And then after that, it's probably going to be Winterfell. So
2: it's kind That kid this. actually genuinely scared me. Like <laughs> when the kid's eyes well, we, op- we opened up. Because I, I saw his eyes open. I was like, turn, 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 turn.
1: <laughs> because like, I didn't want <laughs> him to get anyone. And they just started screaming when Man. they light him on fire. Man. Did you guys see the critical role?
0: Um, Yes, Game the opening. Oh, I did that was oh, wait.
2: amazing. That was a Someone fan did. that was a fan, sure. right? That was, was a fan, yeah. That was so good. Shout out to that guy. That was amazing. If You're he don't know who they were. We don't know who they yeah. were. Do we know if they yeah. did it alone or
0: I I don't know. I just saw Matt <laughs> post it and I was like, What the F
2: <laughs> I'll I'll send you a link to it. it's oh, yeah. crazy yeah. good.
1: Yeah, they, maybe it's just guys from Game of Thrones, you know. Maybe Although when I was D. watching DB Weiss or whatever is, what when is. I was watching, I was like, oh, I hope it doesn't get in trouble for the music. Like, because <laughs> come it's, on, like, if it's awesome enough, you shouldn't get in well, trouble.
0: Also, they weren't selling it.
1: Yeah, that's true. Exactly. I just
0: so it's just fan art. Yeah,
1: I was like, hopefully, because this
2: is so. I don't want this to go down. Like, this is amazing. Like, it was, <laughs> it was such great work. It's awesome. No, and I think they were watercolor paints. They were amazing. All the artwork was amazing.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll yeah. have to post it up on yeah. the on the page. And- let our fans see it well yeah. thank you so much for uh you know coming by again um what what do you have uh, going on that people can check you out on like your instagram twitter wh- cool. all the good stuff uh, what do you got yeah coming up?
0: i'm satin phoenix on all of the social medias That's you so can easy. find me at the descent this summer for the big D D event in los angeles nice and i believe i'll be running a game for my sirens and uh, before that, I'll be participating in Jasper's Game Day with d Beyond and also at the location of Jasper's Game Day. Um, I mentor Fenway, and she is the most amazing 16-year-old I have ever met in my whole life. And everything she does turns to gold. She's writing modules. <laughs> she runs this charity. Totally check it out, Jasper's Game Day. Um, I will be doing my own charity this summer. It's Celebrity Charity 20. I've been doing it for about nine years for the Reach Out and Read Childhood Literacy Foundation. Nice. And then you can catch me in Europe. I start a grand tour that starts in Milan. So that's like I leave for Milan on the 19th of June. And then there's four locations. It's Milan, Barcelona, Paris, and London. And oh. that and so London is on the 29th. So. Um, I will be posting about those, and then D&D in a castle, and nice. then the big Comic-Con event, and Gamehole Con.
2: I was going to ask you if you're going to do it at the castle. Again, I think last year you did it at a castle, right? Yeah, yeah. so
0: um, the D&D in a castle guys are amazing, so much fun. They have so many castles, so if you ever wanted to, there isn't one to join.
1: There are many to join. <laughs> nice. That sounds really cool. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, we're not at that level yet. It's a yet. real
0: castle. <laughs> real
1: castle. I love castles. A real, like a real
0: castle. There's towers, there's dungeons. Nice. I'll bring the dragons.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. Well, thanks again. We can't thank you enough for uh coming back on the show. It's always great to have you. And next time you have another project come out, we'll have you back on again.
0: Thank you so much. I'll see you guys on the Gilding Light Discord.
1: Yes. yes. Definitely. We'll have to download uh we'll have to download that too this time. <laughs> and, Christian, thank you as always for Coming by and uh, letting me bounce stuff off of you, Always like fun. Game of Thrones theories and my adventure theories. So love being here. Yep. Well, you're. I like having you here. I don't know if I'd love. I love having <laughs> you here. But again, to all the listeners out there, check us out Facebook, Twitter, and Instagrams. Um, and then let us know your fan theories of Game of Thrones too, because uh, obviously we're going to find out pretty soon what's happening. But keep listening, and uh, to all the nerds out there, remember you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you, and good night.